The top of the second inning, Florida and TCU, an elimination game. If you are TCU, it's not an elimination game for the Florida Gators. Uh, If they win, Florida heads to the championship series next week. And if Wake Forest defeats LSU tonight, they do the same. Aaron Fitt, co-editor, D1Baseball.com, great clubhouse guy, is on the ground in Omaha for the College World Series. Surprisingly low scoring, no? Yeah, I mean, it's been a very offensive year in college baseball, Adam, but this place, when the wind is blowing in, it's just it just crushes offense, you know, and, and that's how it's been. It's been howling in from center field all week. Uh, I think we saw one homer yesterday. Dylan Cruz from LSU went oppo. Uh, it took a, a mighty poke to get that <laughs> ball out of here because uh, it basically we've seen balls just crushed and just die up in the gaps. It's like 2012 all over again. <laughs> it's like the old Astrodome for those people who remember when you just could not hit the ball out of that ballpark uh, at all. Aaron Fit D1Baseball.com is joining us here on the Adam Gold Show. Wake will play later on tonight against LSU, a game you can hear on the fan if you're listening in Raleigh. So Wake wins a pair of games 3-2. to two. Look, we shouldn't be that surprised because they are one of the best, if not the best, pitching team in the country anyway. So they can win games 3-2. But the way they won their second game, I mean, a couple of walks, a double play brought in a run. Not, not just a couple of walks, several walks. Uh, then a double play. So they... they what super small ball is how they got their three runs. Yeah, you're right. And and that's kind of how you have to do it out here. And honestly, um, this, this park, you would think on its surface plays about complete opposite of, of Wake Forest Park, right? I mean, it's a, as we all know, it's a launching pad in Winston-Salem and they had nine home runs in the super regional clinch right. here. It's a home run hitting team. Um, but the reason I thought their, their style of play would translate out here is because they are the best pitching staff in the country by a wide margin. You know, as we've, we've talked about, they, they led the country in ERA by almost a full run. I mean, it's, it's absurd what they did. And, and that's just the pitching travels, you know. So even yeah. if their, their offense has not really been locked in out here, they've really had to grind and kind of scrap out a couple of wins that they, you know, they, they didn't lead either of those games until the final. Um, and they just find ways to win because they, they have played good enough defense. They've pitched it great. And just enough offensively, but it'll be interesting to see if they can get the bats going a little bit more today. All right, we're. Uh, I'm going to ask you a question here about uh, one Florida player in a second. Uh, but when you get to this point in the tournament, you're you're down to maybe a third starter or a bullpen game. Where is Wake with their starting pitching after playing games uh, after already playing two games? Yeah, they're sitting really pretty. I mean, because, again, they're just so deep on the mound. You've already used Louder and Hartle, a couple of All-American kind of guys in your rotation. But now you've got Seth Keener and Sean Sullivan, both of whom uh, have, have had great success either as starters or as relievers as needed this year. Lately, they've kind of moved Sullivan to the bullpen, and he's been a force back there. But he can definitely start if they need him to uh, or, or give them an extended relief outing should Keener get knocked out. But, I mean, both these guys are, are high-end guys. I mean, Keener... You know, it's it's 96 with an elite slider and a good changeup. Like, he might be a third-round pick. You know, Sullivan could be a second-round pick, a lefty with kind of elite riding life on his fastball. Uh, so they're just set up perfectly right now, and the bullpen's still in great shape. They got the best bullpen in the world also, and it's, you know, all three of their big bullpen weapons in addition to Sullivan are all rested and ready. So they're set up perfectly. 
Aaron Fit, D1Baseball.com, is joining us here. I said I was going to ask you about one Florida player, and I will uh, get into it with Shohei Otani pitches for the Angels tonight. Uh, and he is one of the best pitchers and one of the best hitters in Major League Baseball. I can't, I can't wait to see what his contract ultimately is with the Yankees or the Mets. Who knows? Uh, but he is going to ultimately end up there, maybe even the Dodgers. Uh, but Florida has a similar player at the college level. Uh, tell us who he is and explain how good he is. Yeah, they call him uh, Jack Tani. Uh, I think Cagliotani is also right. acceptable. Uh, Jack Caglione we're talking about. He's a left-handed hitting uh, power hitter who leads the country with 31 home runs mm-hmm. for Florida. Uh, but also, I mean, it's elite stuff from the left side um, off the mound. I mean, it's, you'll see 98 miles an hour with, you know, a few for three real good secondary pitches. Now, he hasn't been as effective as a, as a pitcher as he has been as a hitter because he walks some. You know, that, that's kind of the, the knock on him is, is uh, if his command isn't sharp. Uh, you know, there have been times we had short outings this year, but I've also seen him at his very best, and it's it's certainly truly elite. And so uh, I don't think there's ever been that I've seen a college baseball player with as much raw talent as both a hitter and a pitcher. I mean, there have been some great two-way players, Brennan McKay, Zayja Reed, yep. National Players of the Year, Will Craig from Wake Forest. Uh, but as far as pure talent on both sides, he's, he's the closest thing I've, I've ever seen to Otani. Yeah, Brandon McKay, who played at Louisville, was uh, was a great pitcher and a great hitter. Both, I have, I honestly, I don't know how well he is doing. I know he's not doing both on a regular basis in the big leagues, but uh, I know he was dominant at Louisville. I, I know I, I read some quotes from... Uh, from this kid who said that, you know, my plan is to play, is to do both, to pitch and hit as a big leaguer, unless I am told otherwise, because obviously if somebody's paying you, they're going to, they, they have the right to tell you otherwise. What's your, what's your sense on whether or not he can do both? Yeah, he seems like the, you know, like I said, just because of the, the rarity of his talent, um, he, he's got, the, he's got a real chance to do it, you know, and, and, Brennan McKay, they drafted him with the intention of letting him do both. It didn't stick. It's just hard to do. You know, that's why Otani's such a freak. Um, but uh, this guy, I just think that the, the, the level of the tools is so exceptional that I, you kind of have to write it out. Jack Tani. Do you want to guess at what Shohei Otani's contract would be when he oh my becomes a free agent in, what, a year? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We talking four hundred million? More, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it just it, it's the, the scope of this thing is it's just unprecedented. It's really going to be fascinating. We have two guys who make in their in the forties yearly in Max Scherzer and Justin Verlander. I have to think that Otani's contract is going to be close to fifty million. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because even if even if you know, it's one thing for a pitcher. You, maybe you're scared to give him a long term deal. But this guy, if he gets hurt as a pitcher, he still have the value as a yeah. position player. So it's like there's, there's there's so such a high floor. He's such a tremendous athlete as well. His game is so he's literally he is he is every he's everything. He is yeah. two positions, and these two plus players at both at at both positions. He is amazing. Uh, I don't know if he's a great clubhouse guy. I know you are. Aaron Fit at D1Baseball.com, at Aaron Fit on Twitter. Uh, Wake could have a problem with LSU tonight? They could. I mean, LSU is really good. They're the only two teams in the country that have been number one in the rankings yep. all year long. LSU was number one for about 12 weeks, and, and Wake Forest has been number one ever since. So there's a reason. I mean, LSU has elite talent, uh, and, and they're they're very good. But I, I like Wake Forest. I just think their pitching is, is just set up better, and it's better, period. 
but it doesn't mean, you know, they're unbeatable. They Clearly they are. They had to scrape out a couple of wins out here. So that's why it's baseball, Adam. It's, it's yep. fun to watch. You never know what's going to happen. No question about that. All right, Aaron, I'll talk to you later. I appreciate your time. You got it, my friend. Aaron, Aaron Fitt, D1Baseball.com.